I'm Shannon. And I'm Lisa. And you're listening to Black Tivities, a celebration of all things Black. Black culture, Black history, Black perspectives, and Black panache. Celebrating our Blackness doesn't mean exclusion. Everybody's invited, but you got to come in and have a seat. So let, let the Black Tivities begin. What's good, Blacktivities listeners? I am your host, Shannon, and I'm joined by the talented, the funny, and the beautiful Miss Mona Lisa. Aw, thanks. Hey, guys. Lisa, we got some bad news to tell our listeners. Should we start with the good or the bad? Uh, let, let's, let's, let's go with the bad news. Just get it out of the way. Okay. Well, the bad news is this is our last episode of the season. However, myself told herself that <laughs> we renewed ourselves for season three. Um, so that's the good news. And also our IG has been popping. Yes. So we still got that going on and I'm ramping up our newsletter as well. So right. even though the season is ending, we will be back probably Juneteenth. I think we should just go ahead and make our black months our starting points. We might as well. That's how we started out, like with the whole Junty thing. Yeah, that would be dope. So we still got some things going on, even though the season is ending. And we hope that we'll get to chat with you guys on our IG or wherever social media. Before we get on with the show, stop what you're doing right now. And share this episode with your friends. Support. Support yes. your sisters. Yes. If you got a girl crew, they need to hear about this one because we're talking about that. We're talking about black women and supporting each other. And we're talking about, you know, girlfriends. You need to press pause right now. Send that mm-hmm. out and then resume your play. We're going to wait. Yeah, let's go. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, if they pause it, then I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yes, this episode is very, very important. I was kind of excited to share this, you know, um, when this topic came up. But girlfriends, how many of us have them? Friends. Right. <laughs> Ones we can depend on. Let's be friends. <laughs> So uh, as a creative and a black woman, I have encountered the struggle of making a name for myself as a poet and then also making friends. I notice others with support provide to other black women that, you know, hey, they, they got that. Like they have like that circle. And then I automatically assume that I would get that same support but i found quickly when i moved back home that that is not true Mm. um so thinking i would get invited to events and special you know things that's going on and then hoping that people would come and check out my shows you know all because they seen me on the flyer and you know just hit me up but it didn't work out that way 
it doesn't work out that way. Um, it, it had me puzzled, um, so frazzled that I went from giving encouragement to strangers. And when I say strangers, women that I didn't know personally, but I still found some type of way to let them know that I hear you. I see you because internally I know how good that, you know, would make me feel. So it's like, I want to do this and be supportive and let it make sure it came from a place, a warm place where it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, because I didn't get that and I was looked at as being weird because like, who is this chick over here? <laughs> it kind of made me distance myself to where, you know what? I'm just going to back off and just not even try. So why is this so like, why is it that it's hard? You know, maybe it's just me and let me know if it's just me, but why is it so hard to make friends when it comes to other black women? when it comes to giving that support. I feel that all the way. Yeah. So we'll break this down a little bit further, but first let's jump into the sax facts. All right. Black women have had to come together since the beginning of American history. They have bonded over their oppression and exclusion for centuries. As slaves, they were often separated from their families and they worked together to help each other survive. They established churches, schools, and supported the Underground Railroad. During the Civil Rights Movement, a lot of Black women were working together to organize and lead movements. Gwendolyn Zahara Simmons, a field director for the Mississippi Freedom Summer Project and Diane Nash, leader of SNCC's Nashville Movement, are just two of many women who held pivotal roles during this movement and got little to no recognition for their efforts. Black sororities were created as a support system during a time where Black women were dealing with both racism and sexism. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority was founded at in 1908 at Howard University for the enhancement of social and academic life for its members, and they became incorporated in 1913. Following them were Delta Sigma Theta, Zeta Phi Beta, and Sigma Gamma Rho. These Black women have participated in many movements for women's and civil rights for Black Americans throughout history. Black women continue to bond over our shared struggles and experiences. This may not be fact, but it's rooted in centuries of facts. Black women are one of the most resilient groups of people on this earth. So put some respect on our names. Ooh. And that's yes. sex facts. Fire. We gotta, we should be dropping the bombs right there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that, that was everything. I'm telling you, I'm not just saying, I know I've said this before and I'm not just saying this because it's our last episode of the season, but you bring that heat when it comes to the knowledge and it, it feels good. Like that was warming to hear. Um, very warming to hear. So. Appreciate that. I want to also say, 
I appreciate um, this opportunity. And also, I appreciate you. Because, guys, it is a treat to be able to do this podcast with Shannon because she brings so much heat, the facts, and she is the most mellow person. I sometimes have to be like, yo, you need to talk it down. (laughs) 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 We're not, oh, no, we're not in fight mode, talk it down. So I just want to say I appreciate you and I support you and I support your vision. Okay. Like, this is real talk. I support you 100%. Thank so, you, Lisa. Yes. You don't make me. No, don't my do that. I sweat. Yeah, it's okay. It's a, it's a little hot. Yeah. It's a hot from the heat that you bought from the sax facts. That's all. I appreciate you too, girl. <laughs> all right. So, with it being easy for me to share that with you, because that's coming from, you know, the heart, do our melanated sisters support each other? Like, how do you feel? when you're asked that question? So I think yes and no. I think it's getting better. I feel like there has been some kind of evolution with that. I feel like more of us are supporting each other. Mm -hmm. But I guess the question is, what does support look like? Mm. Because... You know, some people may support by giving compliments, but it depends on what your expectation is. Like if you're expecting them to show up for you or to support you by buying your products or whatever it is, then they may not do as much of that. So I'm glad that you said it, because if you see that was one of the things I was going to ask you is what actions do you consider as support? And I can start it off. So for me, actions of support from a fellow sister would be, I mean, just, I don't want to say acknowledgement, but just, just showing someone, just like physically being there or someone asking, how are you? And mean it. Um, just checking up on you. Like that's something like that would make me feel good. If I just had just someone to just check up on me and ask, ask me how I am. I don't want to make it seem as if like, oh, like it's a sad story. But no, it's just sometimes if you don't hear that often or you don't get that, then maybe that's where it comes in a place where you feel like you don't have that support. Mm. Mm. So what about to you? What actions do you consider to be like support for you? I would say anything positive, like positive mm-hmm. comments do a lot for me because mm-hmm. it's like I know that I'm working hard so any like compliment that's genuine affirmations baby yeah I need mm-hmm. that sometimes because mm-hmm. I mean truth be told sometimes I'm like why am I even doing this like is exactly. anybody listening yeah so you know I appreciate even those women our fellow black podcasters who repost our stuff on Instagram yeah. mm-hmm. or respond to our questions. Like I even appreciate that as support. That makes me smile. Yeah. Yeah. That someone took the time out to answer, you know what I'm saying? That to consider, okay, they see you, like I say, they see you and they took the time out to answer. Right. You know? Um, so, I mean, I have to agree with you on that. 
when it comes to support, um, does it matter exactly where the support comes from? Like if it's a certain group or a certain set of people? Not to me. Okay. Yeah. Support is support. Okay. I'm grateful for all of it. Cause I feel like whatever support you give, like you didn't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. What is one way for you um, where you, you were like, you went out of your way to show support and you, even though you didn't have to, but you was like, you know what? I'm going to do this because that's something like deep down in your heart. You weren't looking for the attention or nothing like that. You were just like, you know what? I'm going to do this because you wanted to. So I'm trying to do better at this. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest. (laughs) Like one thing I can say is I'm trying to make it a point to support our, um, black female podcasters. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts Mm. from people that I see on the internet or Mm. on IG or whatever, and um, check them out and try to support them. Okay. Um, For myself, if I had, if I could answer the question as well, I live in, we, we know we live in this little bitty small, well, I, you no longer live in this little bitty small town, but <laughs> I'm in this little bitty small town in Georgia. And it's about a 20 minute drive if there's no traffic from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And that's where there's a lot of events and things that pop off. And sometimes I will have my fellow creative people that'll be putting on events and doing things. I won't say anything if I can, even though my schedule is hectic, I'll make sure my children are in order. And then I would drive to Chattanooga just to go to the event and stand in the corner and just watch, you know, just to support that way. I'm not there to like, hey, look, I'm here. I made it. <laughs> I'll just kind of like, you know, be in the little corner, whatever, observing, taking it all in, especially. I mean, there's a lot of raw talent in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. and then. I peep on, tip on out, um, buy a ticket, you know, and, and just go. Um, I don't, I don't post on social media if I pop up on the scene, you know, but that's another thing, you know, I just, I just, that's my way of doing it. And then also too, I shoot random texts to people, fellow creators, especially people that got their own podcast. Um, I tell people randomly, Hey, I hope you have a good day. And of course, we got to make sure it ain't people that think, oh, why she texting me? Oh, she wants something. No, 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 no. <laughs> Calm down. That's what people automatically think. though. And yeah. And it's not like that. Like sometimes if you come across my mind, I will say, hey, good morning. And I would text some type of affirmation or say, you know, hey, I'm thinking about you just just to let you know I'm thinking about you and that, you know, there there's somebody there because I would know, I know how I would feel if somebody did that to me. So if it makes me good, feel good, it got to make somebody else feel good. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's some type of way they just let, just, you know, give somebody that, that little feeling that they do have somebody in their corner. Why is it hard to make friends in your opinion? So I wondered this question myself as Mm -hmm. a grown woman, I think it's 
really hard to make friends. I feel like the black women who do have a group of friends, like a group of girlfriends, it's like they go way back with that group yes. of girlfriends. Yes. And like it's hard to get in that circle. Uh-huh. Because they have this whole like you on the outskirts. They be looking at you like, what, what's she doing over here? Like, mm-mm. no, we're not going to let the circle be unbroken. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a group of girlfriends? Do you have a crew? I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, the way my life set up after high school with my ex-husband, he had joined the military. It caused me to move away. So I wasn't able to keep that connection with the regular people that I hung out with. but. I can say I do have two good friends that I keep up with. And one of them, I'm going to shout her out, Brittany DeShay Dunn, Shay Baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's been my day one since, I mean, we've been friends for like 20 plus years. You know, this is somebody I talk to on a regular basis. And then I have my other friend, Kanisha Hall. Boom, boom. (laughs) Um, I met her when I was living in Alaska. So I do have like my regular people. It's just that we live in different parts, you know, of the U.S. So it's kind of hard. So like with my friend Kanisha, she lives down in Florida. I'm shouting her out. I try to make it, you know, I've been trying to do it to where once a year I go visit her, you know, and, and, and keep it that way. I wish I did have that close knit circle like here where we get together every day like on a waiting to exhale how they was always together <laughs> doing stuff and they was on the beach and you know what I'm saying yeah but I I, I don't have that and there are times where I, I feel like man I wish I had like a whole bunch of homegirls I can go out with but then the way my body set up I don't like to go nowhere <laughs> <laughs> which brings me to another question sometimes as with us being older, that excuse of being an introvert, do you think that is just an excuse or are we actually introverts? I think I'm actually an introvert, but I don't think a lot of other people are introverts. I think it's just when you get older, like mm-hmm. you just, you don't feel like hanging out like that. Right. You'd rather be in I your can't bed. Clubs. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Baby, let me tell you something. The best place to be is Club C-L-U-B-B-E-D, Club Bed, baby. <laughs> it makes it happen. You can set the mood tone anytime. It got your back. Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely down for that club. Yes. Not down for any other club anymore. No. But that one, I'll go to. When's the last time you've been to a club? Tell the truth. I can't, I can't even remember. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I tried to go through, go to one after COVID happened and it was crazy because I was there maybe like 10 or 15 minutes and I was really irritated. And then I was like looking at people, everybody was like screaming and hollering, jumping around. And I'm sitting here like, ain't nobody got no damn mask on. But then like my (laughs) mind was like, well, it's you the one that came to the club. 
And I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, this ain't it. And right there, it's like I made the decision like, yeah, this ain't it. Yeah. Well, you met um, two of my besties. Yes. And they are very, very sweet. <laughs> I've had a group of college friends and we've been cool since then. But that's, you know, been 20 years, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was asking around social media to mm-hmm. see what other people said. And um, there was one response that I got that I thought was great. Um, Gina Zachary. Yes, that's my baby. But go ahead. (laughs) Um, She said, I believe there's so many reasons it's hard for black women to find friends as adults. I don't know that there is enough time or space to discuss them all. I think we make it hard ourselves. Nobody wants to trust anyone. I understand being careful from and hurt from past relationships, but we give men try after try after try, but we give women one strike and you're out. Wow. Um, she said people hide behind their pain. They wear a mask. They look at vulnerability as weakness when it's actually a strength. There are women we can trust, but first we have to be women that can be trusted. We have to be the change we want to see. I think wow. it's important to be vulnerable too. Somebody is going through what you you have conquered already. Keeping quiet could have someone suffering alone. Speaking up could show someone that they too can get to the other side. And if you're a Christian like me, you holding back, shrinking back, being shy with your purpose or your why couldn't ultimately keep someone else from walking in their purpose. Do you really want to be responsible for that? She says, I know I got a little off track, but I'm winding myself back in. Transparency and vulnerability are really a superpower. It's all about perspective and how we view things. If we'd stop being afraid to show people the real us and tell our own stories out loud, then nobody can shame you or spread your business. You did it yourself. Stop being or doing things you'd be ashamed of and be an open book. That's how you show up as your genuine self. Be to others what you want to receive back to you. Show up as the person you want to be as your future self. Attract who you want. You'll find that there are genuine women who you can trust out there. You'll find that there are real bonds that can be made. And I just loved that response. There's that's like a, so many on there. Yeah. Yeah. Jewels in what she said. You know what? I was going to read, you know, some other ones, but base, I feel like her comment basically summed up all the rest of the replies because there are so many yes I do's or oh no we don't support each other that's just the basic but I mean she hit the nail on the head when it came to everything like she broke it down especially Mm -hmm. with the vulnerability yeah I think that was my issue too and with me wearing a mask like I I feel like people that do the whole introvert thing that that's their mask that they that 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 they wear. So I mean, she pretty much I mean, she blew it out the water. She summed it up. That she was did. great. Thank you very much, Gina. Yes. Um I talked to some of my friends as well and it it was all about like trust. People mm-hmm. 
not trusting other people. And it's like you always are you are trying to let them in, but they have to let you in first. It's kind of like a we'll see where this goes, but I still got my side eye open watching from the peripheral. And then sometimes it comes off as like mean girl too. Like it's like people don't realize it, but sometimes it'd be like you have your own group of friends, but then y'all be clicked up. Mm-hmm. And then I, I noticed too on like social media. Yeah. You have your close friends and then y'all have your own inside jokes and it will be yeah. about a certain person. And then it'll come off one way to where people look at it and be like, mm, you know what? They was cool, but I think I'm going to back off. When it sometimes it doesn't even be that way. It's just us assuming that that's how people are. Because again, like on both sides, I'm not just going to say it's one side. both sides, we're side-eyeing each other mm-hmm. because of that trust, like you stated. And it makes it so much harder. And especially as when you get older, of course, it's just like, I ain't going to be out here where no uh we ain't gonna be sharing what suckers and exchanging <laughs> best friend bracelets do you think um part of it has to do with just like being older and having more life experiences yes more life experiences yes and w- w- i have to agree i have to agree and then also too i think a big part of it too is yes life experiences but also with us experiencing life Sometimes we just don't have the time or our, our, our schedule doesn't allow, mm-hmm. you know, us to do so. But we still fiend for that, you know, that friend or that time. Life just so, be life and life just be life in the F. I'm telling boy, I almost cuss. Just, <laughs> baby, like it, it, it really does. And it takes over to where you need some type of outlet. You got to find some type of outlet. Otherwise, then you're going to be sitting at the press because you're like, well, I'm over here by myself all the time. Yeah. So you have to have that outlet. I have to say again, thank you, Gina Zachary, for coming over here and breaking it all the way down. Yes, okay? that was a word. Yeah, she broke it all the way down. So now that she broke it all the way down and we got to it, why don't we have a little fun? Is it time to have some fun? I think so. It's time for all right. the Black Activity. So what you got for us today? I have a little black girlfriend trivia. Okay. From like movies and TV shows. Okay. So question number one is in living single, which character was not a roommate of the other ones? Single. Oh, and this night is kind of wild. I'm glad I got my girl. Now keep your head up. What? Boy. Keep your head up. That's, That's right. right. And you got big legs. She was doing a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you were saying which one of them, which one of the girlfriends did not mm-hmm. live there? Yep. Max? Yeah, it was Max. She always popped up. Right. Eating shit. She was in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it was Maxine. Maxine. Are you that friend? Oh, not. Well, mm, I was finna lie because it, I just know. <laughs> I'm gonna be on here like, nah, girl, I don't do that. Nah. 
let me tell y'all, I'm going to be real honest with y'all. I'm going to keep it 100% funky with you. So my best friend, she live in Atlanta. So I drove down there one time just to go, you know, we were just hanging out or whatever. And I was just there for the day. And she don't ever really cook, cook like that. And I went in her refrigerator and this bitch had like a whole salmon, like fresh from the deli, just sitting in her refrigerator. And I'm like, when you get this, and she was, she was like, day before yesterday, and I was like, you ain't finna cook this. So I just basically packed up the whole salmon and she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm taking this home. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I drove all the way back home with the salmon. I cooked it the next day. I'm talking about it was a big one too. If y'all go on my social media, y'all see a picture where I'm taking it from her house because I show posted it on, on Instagram. You could have at least cooked it at her house and she shared it. Well, I didn't have all the ingredients. <laughs> oh. So I bought it all the way home. We made it that next day, Sunday. I, man, I made a Sunday dinner out of it. And guess what she did? <laughs> she drove all the way up from Atlanta. <laughs> and she said, I'm eating some of this. And we hung out somewhere. And that's right there. That's best friend memories right there. But yeah, I like Maxine. Okay. Name two movies that Sanaa Lathan and Regina Hall have been in together. Ooh. Okay. Let's think about this. Let's think about this. Regina King. I like Not Regina King, come- Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Oh, okay. Okay, Regina Hall. Let me think. I got to think of the movies that they've been in. Oh, Love and Basketball. Yep, that's She played her big sister. Mm-hmm. I don't know of any other ones. There's another one? Mm-hmm. There's like... Is it like the... Is it... It wasn't like the think like a man like things, was it? No? No. Um, Best no, man. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Candy. They actually okay. were in a movie called Disappearing Acts together. Oh, with Wesley Snipes? hmm Oh, that was a long time ago. Yep. Okay. I have to, I'm going to have to go back and revisit that movie. Okay. All right. In the Proud Family, mm-hmm. what was Penny's black girlfriend's name? Oh, Dijonay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Dijonay. <laughs> I want I want to be Dijonay for Halloween. You should. That would be a cute costume. Yeah. I want to give me a blonde lace front and spray uh what's the stuff they glue their wigs down with? The yellow, it's in the yellow spray bottle. Spray it up. Girl, yes. I want to be Dijonay. <laughs> you watch Insecure? Yes, of course. Okay, name one of Easter's besties. All right, so we got Bougie Molly. We got, let me see. Okay, we got Bougie Molly. Who is the married one? That's uh, Amanda Tiffany. Yeah. And then Kelly. Kelly remind me of your best friend. <laughs> Jennifer. Yes. <laughs> She do. Kelly remind me of her. Cause she, yeah, her energy is like bananas. And then, yeah, who the other one? I don't know the other one, but okay. Yeah. That was it. That's the main friends. Yeah, that's the the main ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the show Girlfriends. Mm Mm-hmm. What is the name? Girlfriends. Okay. What is the name of Joan Clayton's friend played by Golden Brooks? 
Mm. Dang, I ain't watched this in forever. I know. Starts with an M. Yeah. Melanie? Nope. No? I don't know. Maya. Maya. Okay. I knew it was something like that. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, okay. Now, I know that you watch Martin. Yes, of course. Girl, let me tell you, I have to say this. My kids, like my oldest especially, she been taking like all the old shows and starting from the beginning. So shout out to my oldest kid. She shares her HBO Max with me because I gave her my Hulu and my Netflix account. Oh, I thought you were going to say because you gave her life. <laughs> oh, well, that too. She know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> so when I logged into her HBO Max account and I seen that she had been watching Martin, I was like, I felt proud. I don't know why, but I felt so proud. But anywho, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so Pam and Gina, besties. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What's one dilemma that Pam and Gina got themselves into on an episode? Ooh, they did so much. Ooh, okay. On the um the business trip. When they all went on a business trip, I don't remember where they went, but they hired the stripper <laughs> and Bob from, uh, the, you know, when Martin played a character, Bob from marketing. <laughs> yeah. And so Martin called and Bob was like, he was like, it's a party in here. He's like the whole damn party. He was like, it's, he was just like on the phone. I don't remember exactly what he said, but the fact that Martin was like, oh, hell no. He drove there. <laughs> and Gina was up on the bed with the maintenance man trying to fix the air. But Martin was up under the bed and he thought they were doing something. So, I remember yeah. that. And he 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 jumped up from the bed. He pushed the mattress up because he thought that Gina was having an affair. So, yeah, I have to say that's one of the favorite episodes. And he then popped when they out get, from under the bed. Like, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> yes, like he man. Yeah. <laughs> that mess was so funny. But also, too, I want to share with y'all, whenever y'all are feeling down or you just, just like in a blah mood, sit down, go to YouTube and watch the best of Shanae. To watch those videos of Shanae and I can put that in there too because all them times that they be in Gina and Pam be in the hallway arguing with (laughs) Shanae baby you will be crying crying so yeah I have to put that episode right there okay last question okay name a movie that shows black women uplifting one another black women uplifting one another set it off (laughs) (laughs) you think but you gotta be seeing that right there that tell you you gotta be real because you think cleo would have let uh what's her name ronnie um get up uh uh what's his name what's his name the car salesman i can't even remember Nate, nate if cleo She's a real friend of Ronnie. If she would have known Ronnie needed that money, she was in the gym. She wouldn't have let her call uh, Nate because she was in the bind. You remember she was in the bind because she had to play her, pay her brother's tuition. And then come to find out he didn't even get into college. 
And she called Nate because she was in a bind and she thought she was going to be selling cars. But he was like, hey, 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 hey. come on, too. <laughs> a true friend. If Cleo knew about that, she'd be like, nah, me and Ursula got you. See, I'll be thinking about stuff like this. I'll take it to the next level. Okay, yeah. I'm goofy. Well, <laughs> I don't think that's something me and my girlfriends are going to be <laughs> doing anytime soon. <laughs> I don't feel the need to set it off with my friends. No, we're not going to do it. But that was cool. You came. I like that. that, that you made me think a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's time for Lisa's Pieces. Okay. So I found this piece online and I thought it was pretty good. Um, This is from the author. Her name is Michaela and she's from Inside Out High School. I tried to find her, but I couldn't really find like her page, but it's like a Christian kind of alternative school. And it looked like they had um, an assignment to where they, they were, you know, writing affirmations to um, the black woman. And I feel like this was very fitting to share. It's titled My Beautiful Black Sister. Sister, you're beyond beauty itself. Your chocolate brown skin, black almond eyes, your short black hair, you've chopped it off. Kinks and curls swirl onto the floor. Sister, you're my keeper. You've had my back again and again and over again. I've cried on your shoulder when the world ended. You made me your world, held me in your arms, serenaded me with love and charm. Sister, dearest, can't you see? You mean the entire world to me. I'll tell you now and maybe later how much I love you, my sister. Oh, that's sweet. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yes, cute. Any final thoughts? Of course. So with all the things that have been shared today, I have taken personal notes on this. And this episode, again, has meant a lot to me um, when it comes to expressing how I've felt towards making friends. Sometimes it may be in your own mind. Our own ass, you and me both, and that's right, assuming that there is no one there supporting our accomplishments. In reality, you have support, just not from the popular crowd. Stop thinking about the shortcut to boost your ego and invite that one person who is a phone call or text message away. Also, it could be you. Your attitude, your energy, your vibe that could be pushing or may not be drawn in. So it may be best to stop and smell the roses. You may not have bloomed yet, but when you do, baby, you will be the stable, beautiful rose mm. that you are destined to be. Mm. I mean, you don't have to necessarily even go out of your way. Just mm -hmm. compliment a black woman. That can make somebody's day. Yeah. 
remember that energy that you want. <laughs> I mean, just you have to make sure you're radiating that out. And also, too, don't something else I had to learn really quick is don't take things so personal, you know. Yes. Because, I mean, if you go a long time without seeing somebody or doing things, then, of course, you got to think out of sight, out of mind. They don't think about it because you don't come out a lot. You're not there often. So that's something that's something else I had to learn, too. Also, there's nothing to be jealous about. Yeah. When it comes to black women, because there's enough room for us to all be great. Yes. Be genuinely happy. Or a black yes. woman. Yes, this is true. Because we all have something to contribute. We do. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> next week, we will be embarking on a mental break, collecting information, watching closely, and standing in the corner of random destinations, observing our own kind in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Black Activities. If this is your first time listening, I hope that you'll go back and you'll listen to the previous episodes as well as, you know, we've got another season before this one that you can listen to. There are three things that you can do to be involved with what we have going on. And as we said in the beginning, if you like what you heard, please share it. Um, We would love to hear your opinions on our topics in future episodes. So make sure you hit us on the hotline at 770-744-1749 and leave us a message. Or if you just want to say, hey, we Uh appreciate it. Yes. And if you're on IG, you can follow us. We are at Pod. All of the links that you need to do these things are in the show notes. Well, thank you guys for listening. King and Queens keep doing big things. Adios. Bye-bye.